0: For South Carolina Public Radio, I'm Russ McKinney. South Carolina's public schools have been at the center of the COVID pandemic. Since the unexpected closing of schools just over a year ago, students, parents, teachers, administrators, and public officials have grappled with how to keep the state's 767,000 schoolchildren from falling too far behind. Despite efforts at the state level to get schools safely reopened as soon as possible, many of the state's school districts opted to resume teaching using an array of different methods. Most schools have now returned full-time to -to face-to-face instruction. This week, officials from the State Department of Education told a Senate subcommittee that so far, less than half of the state's 79 school districts have submitted their plans for how they plan to help students make up for lost learning. Senate Education Committee Chairman Greg Hembry says the state is enduring one of the darkest periods in its education history. It's a crisis, and we need to approach it like a crisis. We don't need to approach it like, you know, well, we'll get there when we get there. That's, that's not sufficient. What is expected to provide impetus for districts to focus on making up for lost learning during the pandemic are the three federal pandemic aid plans passed by Congress. South Carolina's schools are slated to receive around $3 billion dollars. of which will go to school districts. The funds can be used for instruction, technology, and even for building new schools. That will see a significant infusion of money into the state's historically underfunded school system. Patrick Kelly is with the Palmetto State Teachers Association. The argument for many many years is that we know what we need to do in our schools but we don't have the resources available. Um, Over the course of the next three to four years it's going to be harder and harder to make that argument when you're talking about billions of federal dollars that have a lot more flexibility to them than your typical federal funds. Dorchester County Senator Sean Bennett, a member of the Senate's finance committee, says while the federal funding is coming in the form of aid, it offers great opportunity for state schools. I think that uh, school districts have a real opportunity to make some monumental shifts in the way that they deliver education. Uh, And if they can do that, um, I think we can take a really dark period over the past couple years and and, and maybe have a really bright future in, in, in education in South Carolina. The General Assembly has to authorize the use of the aid money, and lawmakers say the state will demand strict accountability from local districts on how the funds are spent. That's a concern for some legislators. Senator Kevin Johnson of Clarendon County represents some of the state's poorest districts along the I-95 corridor.
1: I'm just being completely honest. In some of these school districts, you have some school board members. that probably shouldn't be school board members. They can't comprehend and those types of I'm just being honest about it. And so we have to keep all that in mind when we, when we think about what it's going to take to get these students caught up, make sure this money is spent the way it's got to be spent and those types of things. State Education
0: Superintendent Molly Spearman says if the pandemic aid isn't spent properly at the district level, the state can get it back. The state moved a big step closer this week to, for the first time, having a hate crimes law on the books. Protecting against violent criminal acts motivated by proven hatred is not a liberal or conservative issue. It is not a Republican or Democrat issue. It is not a black or a white issue. And it is not a gay or a straight issue. Republican Representative Weston Newton of Beaufort County said the bill approved by the House and sent to the Senate enhances penalties for violent crimes deemed to be hate crimes. The bill had the backing of many of the state's business leaders. Currently, South Carolina is just one of three states in the country that doesn't have a hate crimes law. For South Carolina Public Radio, I'm Russ McKinney in Columbia.